mosquitoes. They're some of the worst creatures out there, especially drought during the summer. I mean, they leave constant bumps on you everywhere. They bite you. They're the most irritating thing ever. And overall, they just make summer a very annoying season, which sucks because I love summer. But however, one of the smallest creatures that, that we sometimes overlook is one of the most important creatures when it comes to controlling their population. And with that being said, let's dive in. Welcome back to Talk on the Wild Side, everyone. My name is Will, and today we're going to be talking about the dragonfly. Now, dragonflies are those little, you know, you, you know them. They're right here. So, yeah. But one of the biggest things about dragonflies is that they live anywhere. They live in anywhere between forests, fields, but they require water to survive. And they live in every continent except for Antarctica. Now, now a little quick fact. Some... Yeah, one quick fact about the dragonflies that they they were the first winged insects to evolve. They're one of actually, and this happened around 300 million years ago, and with over 5,000 species uh, that make they are part of they're all part of the order Odonata, which means toothed one in Greek, which is a little interesting fact that I didn't know about. So basically, we're going to talk about some facts about how they fly. We're going to look at just how they are in real life, like what they do, some features about them. And then we're gonna go into why they are such a huge impact, not only to mosquito populations, but to the environment as a whole. So first things first is their wings. They have two pairs of wings, so in total they have four pairs, or four wings in total, I should say. And they help them out uh, fly really fast. They can beat up their wings to 30 beats per second, which is really fast. And that helps them out with going forwards, going backwards, going side to side. And they can even they can even uh, hover in midair and they can even aid in midair, which is something that's really, really cool. And not only that, but they also have very slim bodies to help them out with uh, just helping, just to help them out with their aerodynamics, which is really important to them in order to get good speed. And not only that, but they also have claws on their feet to help them hunt since they hunt by using uh, their claws, the feet on their, or the claws on their feet, they will hunt with those claws. And due to that method, they have uh, been able to have a 95% success rate when it comes to food, to getting their food. And it's inspired Harvard researchers to make, um, to make robots based off of them. I don't know what they're gonna be used for, but overall they're just really, really, helpful now they, they also come in a variety of colors they can come anywhere between blue to green to even pink in El Salvador they're pink dragonflies so you know I was shocked too but they come in a lot of variety of colors and they also come in, in a lot of sizes they can come anywhere, anywhere between an inch to five inches and not only that but they're also they back in when they first were around they were first around they used to be up to three feet long which was terrifying but thankfully they are gone. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm just glad that they are gone simply because seeing three foot uh, dragonflies is scary. So now we're gonna look at, into their metamorphosis, which is uh, how they grow. So they start things off as larvae in the water. They depend on the water for 
most of their years, most of their life, they grow in the water. So for two years, they stay as larvae in the water and they will eat anything. Tadpoles, fish, plankton, uh, uh, tiny crustaceans, uh, other insect larvae, and even larvae of the, the, like their own larvae, their own siblings, which is really, really scary to think about. And after the two years are up, they will uh, come in, they will come out of the water and their exoskeleton will crack which will reveal their new bodies and their wings, which are extremely soft. So it takes about a few hours for them to like get their wings hard enough so that they can use them. And then they go on to fly for the next six months. And yes, I said six months. And that is because a lot of people believe that uh, dragonflies only existed for, like they only were alive for a day, which they're kind of, they're, they're wrong. It's, it's the mayflies that stay alive for a day. But uh, basically, the dragonfly, all five, all five thousand species and above, all all the species of dragonfly can come up to, to can up can come up to live to six months, which helps them out a ton, and it also helps us out out a ton because of pest control. And you'll see what I mean in a little bit. So now we're gonna look at the question of the day, and that is, what uh, is the maximum speed of a dragonfly? Is it a eight kilometers an hour? B fifty kilometers an hour? C, 16 to 32 kilometers an hour, or D, 36 to 54 kilometers an hour. And we will now tell you the answer to that after uh, this little break. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you uh, took some time to think about that, and uh, I'm going to tell you the answer right now. And that answer is D, 36 to 54 kilometers an hour. And this actually makes them the fastest flying insect in the world, which is really a good thing since again it, it helps them out with their uh prey their ability to catch prey and not only that but it's also what makes them like the wings are what make them so fast since again they can beat up to 30 minute or 30 times a minute which is really powerful not only that they're also built for flight they're also built for speed so with that they are all very very important so now that we looked at like what they are, what they look like, some little facts about them, about their body and appearance and how they grow, we're going to look at some, we're going to look at mosquitoes basically, their prey. So, and I'm just going to start that off by some mosquito facts. So first things first, mosquitoes are one of the most dangerous animals in the world, not because of their annoyance, but mostly because of the fact that they carry some of the most deadliest diseases known to mankind as of now. There's malaria, there's Zika virus, and then the dengue, the dengue virus in uh, India, in, in the Asia area. And they are all some of the most dangerous and the most deadly diseases yet. And there have been a lot of outbreaks because of them. And they've just been known to cause death to millions of people a year. And they've also just been a huge pain. They ruin a lot of summers. They leave you with lots of scratches, which is why I've been scratching a lot of the video. They've I've been bitten <laughs> a ton. But basically, they've just been a menace and a pest to anyone and everyone. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's easy to understand why we want them gone. But they actually mean a lot. So because they are the main prey of the dragonfly. The dragonfly, with their feet, they can catch that prey which is the mosquitoes and other insects but mostly they prey on mosquitoes and they can catch them uh, with a 95% catch rate as I said and 
they can eat anywhere from 30 mosquitoes a day to hundreds of them a day. So they are really important when it comes to the, the lowering of the mosquito population, especially since they are really annoying. I know this because I am sitting in the middle of a, of a forest. <laughs> but not only that, not only are uh, dragonflies important uh, predators, but they're also important prey. And they're also very important to the ecosystem they are in. So now we're going to look at why they're good prey and a good bioindicator. So first things first is why they're good prey. And that is simply because of the fact that they are a, a simple and quick and easy source of food for many animals, reptiles, insects, insectivores, fish. They're just a really easy source of food, really. And it's really helpful to them, or it's really helpful to those animals, especially if they are in dire need of food. <laughs> so yeah. And then finally, they are an amazing bioindicator. If you don't know what a bioindicator is, it's an animal or a species, an organism that can help determine whether an ecosystem is stable or not and these guys are really important because they allow scientists to discover whether the ecosystem is stable or not and by doing and the best way to do that is because these are some of the most needy and yeah just the most needy animals they require stable oxygen levels and they st and they require uh clean and really just clean water really since they spend most of their life within the water as larvae and that's where they're gonna have their next generation at basically these guys are really important because they help out scientists discover they help scientists out in finding ways to make the the unstable environments more stable and to close this off i'm just going to say that dragonflies are some of the most important creatures because they help rid the environment of these annoying mosquitoes because i think i've been bitten around 10 to 15 times in this recording maybe more and i've been annoying i've been annoyed by one uh off camera so yeah uh but again just real quick these guys are some of the most important animals they they help out uh surveyors to, uh determine whether an environment is stable or not and they're also really good at being prey and predator and dear god we need more because i am tired of these mosquitoes but yeah, that's all for today, y'all. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, please like the video. Like the video and subscribe. And uh, and if, and don't forget that you can find these uh, podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now on YouTube. So with that being said, thank you so much for watching. This has been Will. And remember, cherish nature and all of its beauties. I'll see y'all next time.